Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football is brought to you by Fillmore Spencer. Fillmore Spencer is Utah Valley's favorite local law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Well, the Ben Bywater a pick six kind of changed the tone of this game in a 10-10 ball game. A Chris Brooks touchdown follows the Ben Bywater pick six score. And BYU now leads it by a score of 24-10. Again, when a BYU defensive player scores a touchdown in the Kalani Sitake era, BYU 7-3 with five consecutive wins. Another good harbinger numerically as the Cougars look to close out the New Mexico Bowl. 24-10 heading into quarter number four. Greg Rubel. Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens, your broadcast team. Our thanks to Ben Bagley, who was with us back in the scoreboard studio tonight. And kudos also going out to Jason Shepard and Mark Durant and Cleon Wall for handling the basketball side of things. And the BYU men's basketball team defeating Utah at the Marriott Center earlier this evening. So the Cougars looking to turn the double with a win on the hardwoods and the gridiron and make it a spectacular Saturday for Cougar sports fans. Greg, one number uh, to put a ball on that third quarter and how impressive it was. BYU at halftime had 90 yards rushing, finishes the third quarter with 196. Mm. 106 yards in rushing, the majority of that coming from Christopher Brooks, who had 33 at half and ends the third quarter with 85. So he had 52 rushing, including BYU's lone offensive touchdown of that quarter. The Stanford game where BYU dominates on the ground, BYU threw it only 12 times, and they've thrown it only 12 times in this game because the ground game is working and the quarterback has been a revelation of sorts in his first career start Soljay Mayava Peters has made just one mistake on a pick thrown other than that he's been he's been excellent for what he's being asked to do and he's been the only quarterback to play tonight gone all the way all right quarter number four is underway third down and eight for SMU at the Mustangs 40 yard line First play of quarter number four in a two-touchdown game. Cook's on top looking to get the ball back here. Ball near hash. The Mustangs now come right to left, south to north here in Albuquerque. BYU shows five, drops eight, though. Deep throw down the far sideline, and there's a battle for the ball, and it is a tie-up at the 25, and who comes down with it? Who comes down with it? Yeah, SMU did. They're wow, calling what it a catch. catch. It was, Dixon. It was an incredible catch. Like so, Jacob Robinson in coverage and was there. Like he had him blanketed. That was just better offense. Pistol formation, handoff. Levine, Levine, hopping and skipping for a gain of four. Jacob Robinson and Mucci Dixon were in a battle for the ball. They both seemed to have hands on it and yanking it away. It was Mucci Dixon, the long completion, setting SMU up at the BYU 25. First and ten, the run of Levine for four, and now second and six Mustang. Ball between the hash marks. 14-25 to play here in Albuquerque. BYU 24 and SMU 10. Replay. Stop the game. The previous play is under further review. Okay, so they actually ran a play. Yeah. That they're saying should not have been run. And look at Rhett Lashley. He's saying you can't you can't go back another play. So what had to have happened was there had to have been a re- an official trying to get the attention of the referee before the play was snapped, and it did not. But either way, even if it is a communications issue, I think Rhett Lashley's got a pretty good point because they ran a subsequent play. And there's nothing stopping And there the were back. no flags. Right. There and was there no was... whistles. Right. So, you know, when I asked a moment ago who came down with it, we had to wait to kind of figure out who it was. They said Moochie Dixon, and then they ran the next play, and now they've taken it back. And the SMU coaching staff is incensed on the sideline as to how they can erase a play that had already been run to go back an extra play to review. In my opinion, justifiably so. I mean, the umpire was not standing over the football. You did not have the back judge who I think wears the buzzer. He didn't come running into the play. There was no attempt really to stop it. And kudos to SMU. That is a strategy yeah. to, to hurry to the right. line and run the next play to prevent a questionable play from being reviewed and overturned. So referee Ted Pitts with the headset on and Rhett Lashley incredulous. Meantime, let's go back to the play itself. And I think in the end, they're going to probably review it and say it's a good catch. Oh, I don't know, though. It's... After further review, the ruling of a catch is confirmed. First to ten. So take away the four-yard run and back it up to first and ten at the 25. The last play does not count. 
but it will be SMU first down on the catch by Moochie Dixon. I can see why they reviewed it, though, Greg. The ball never touches the ground, but, like, the ball moves from his hands kind of into his lap, and he's pinching it between his legs for control as he's rolling out of bounds. We're 40 seconds into the fourth quarter. Call confirmed after a play was run that gets stricken from the record book, essentially. It's a reverse. Levine to Roderick Daniels Jr. coming from right to left, running out of room, but turning a half corner at the 20. He gets just a few yards, maybe five. They may mark it at four. Four or five. So essentially the same yeah, number of yards that, just gained by, by Tyler Levine. So give him five. It'll be from the 20-yard line, second down and five. SMU with one minute gone now in the fourth. Mordecai shotgun, handoff Levine middle. And he batters ahead to the 15 and near the line to gain. They need to get five, and he got five. Well, they moved the sticks. They've not signaled yet. Now they do. So it's a chain mover. And SMU looking to stay in this game here. It's not... It's not at a point where BYU can feel entirely comfortable. A 14-point lead in 13 minutes to play. SMU's best drive has come on this drive here in the second half. Pistol formation, Levine behind Mordecai. A little push pass ahead to the motion man, Jordan Curley. Curley to the near boundary, forced out shy of the 10. A gain of four, maybe give him five to the 10. So second down and five for SMU. The Mustangs in white, the Cougars in black. And now whistles an injury BYU player. Timeout. Officials timeout. He that did, Harper who's down there? It's Jacob Robinson. Robinson. Robinson did. He was the one who forced the ball carrier out of bounds. And it was like, it was kind of an awkward interaction. He was fully extended and he kind of missed the receiver. So I'm not surprised to see him. Yeah. He, he popped up, tried to run back, uh, but then went back down. It looks like it's, you, you wouldn't think it because the weather is so cold for a player to be out with cramps. But it looks like to my eyes, that's, they're working on some cramps on his lower leg. So we'll take a break for this injury. 13-25 to play in the ballgame. BYU 24, SMU 10. The Cougs have scored 17 straight. The Mustangs looking to hang in and get back in the game. They've got a second and five from the BYU 10 after this break. Jacob Robinson is up and walking off the field. We'll take this break and return to Albuquerque. It's University Stadium. It's the New Mexico Bowl. Cougars 24, Mustangs 10 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, you can fly to Provo with nonstop service from 13 destinations across the country and touchdown just minutes from campus at Provo's new airport terminal. Learn more at utahvalley.com. Presented in cooperation with Explore Utah Valley and the Utah Office of Tourism. We had a media timeout on an injury stoppage. Jacob Robinson did walk off the field after what might have been some leg cramping. As we come back in, it's SMU facing a second down and five from the BYU 10. We have 13.25 to play in the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. BYU's final game is an FBS independent. 12 years ago, BYU played its final game as a member of the Mountain West Conference. That bowl game then ushered in the Independence Era, and now the Independence Era is ushered out on the same field to bring ahead years in the Big 12. BYU's next football game it plays will come with a Big 12 patch on the jersey. Here we go. From the 10-yard line. Ball near hash mark. SMU right to left, south to north. SMU in all white. BYU in all black. Tyler Levine off the left tip of Tanner Mordecai. Mordecai, 123 passing yards is all. The handoff to Levine. Ben Bywater with the tide-turning pick six a moment ago. Forces back Levine. Levine has some words for Bywater. On a gain to the six. It'll be third down and one. And they actually back it up two yards farther for third and three. A shotgun snap. Mordecai give Levine. Levine has the yards to gain. Needed to get two eventually. They spotted back at third and two. Gets a gain of four for a first and goal now from the three after all of that. So from the three-yard line, SMU first and goal in a two-touchdown game. It's BYU 24 and SMU 10. SMU has not won a game when trailing after three quarters, 0-3 this year. Hand off Levine, and Levine between the tackles and into the end zone on a first and goal from the three. Touchdown run for Tyler Levine, and SMU can make it a one-score game with the PAT. 24-16 with the PAT coming up. 
Yeah, that was a drive. SMU just workmanlike, continued to hit it. They didn't get any necessarily big runs. They didn't really break anything, just kind of kept chopping away at the hammer and were able to eventually uh, get the ball down into the red zone and finish it off with good physical running play. 11 play drive, 75 yards, 342 off the clock. PAT good from Colin Rogers. And he's now 58 for 58 on his point after tries on this year. 24 to 17, Cougs have some work to do. Here in ABQ, the New Mexico Bowl is now a one-score game. The Tyler Levine touchdown brings the Mustangs within seven. Timeout once again on the field, so let's take this break. 12.39 to play here at University Stadium and the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. BYU 24, SMU 17 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with a scoreboard update. Two other football games in action right now. Currently, North Texas leads Boise State 3-0 in the Frisco Bowl. And in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills have a 21-19 lead on Miami. That game in the third quarter. Josh Allen, three touchdowns so far in that game. Now back to Greg in Albuquerque. Ben, thank you. Contrast of styles here in Albuquerque. BYU is using a lot of play clock and has a seven-minute edge of possession time. But despite that edge, SMU has run 12 more plays than BYU, 59-47. to 47. Twelve thirty-nine to play here in the fourth quarter. And a kickoff for SMU following its touchdown to make it 24-17. Brendan Hall boots away, and Hobbs Nyberg will wave off in the end zone. Touchback, and BYU out to the 25-yard line. Soljay Mayava Peters has only thrown it 12 times. 7 for 12, 47 yards through the air, but the ground game is working to nearly 200 yards so far. 35 carries for 196, 5.6 yards per tote. It is the Stanford game, essentially, in the essence of its game plan, just reduced in terms of yardage at this point, but this is how BYU beat Stanford three weeks ago. Now, granted, that was with Jaron Hall, who you trust to do everything. And this is with uh, Soljay Mayava-Peters, who's getting his first touches, essentially in terms of rushes or passes as a BYU Cougar. He's under center. And it's the motion man, Chase Roberts, taking the handoff on the end around from left to right and turning the corner on the near boundary for a gain of five to the 30-yard line. Second down and five. Clock is rolling to 12.25 here in the fourth. And both teams have all three of their timeouts remaining here in the second half. 12.20 in the clock rolling. And BYU's up 24-17. to 17. And we're going to see an even more disciplined approach to the play clock. Cougars have been going late in clocks for quite a while. Again, totally opposite the approach of SMU, which has been no huddle and tempo and hurry it up after every play. BYU operating the other way, trying to get the W. Double tights left and right. Houston Himuli in the game. Pistol snap to Mayava Peters. Gives to Chris Brooks, and Chris Brooks charges middle hard to the 33. Big third down coming up here for BYU. Third down and three from the 32. They'll back the spot up one yard. So third and three to keep momentum and keep the chains moving. The Cougs need three yards. This is not four-down territory. So a big three yards needed here with 11.35 remaining in the ballgame. Yeah, as you watch that last play develop, I thought there would be more there for Brooks to have than than there were. Uh, the initial hole at the line of scrimmage was pretty clean, but second level got really messy really quick. Brooks has been the workhorse. Hinkley Ropati, by the way, 4 for 29, 7.3 yards per carry. Third down three, give Brooks, and Brooks oh. ah, ran into a defender. Two yards shy of the line to gain. He was going fast and hard. And a blocker was tied up in front of him, and that collision forces a punt for BYU on fourth and two. Chris was running the right way, but then he went right into a pair of bodies in front of him and is driven back. And so BYU does punt it away, and the tide begins to turn the other way now. SMU, having made it a one-score game, will get the ball back and in decent field position. So BYU fourth and two from its own 33. Ryan Rico who's had two massive punts, gets ready to boot away. Low snap for Ryan, and he destroys this one, Check too. Check up. Check up. No. And it does not. It gets into the end zone. What a night Ryan Rico has had kicking the ball. Yeah. That goes into the end zone. 
So that's 68. Does he go 60, is he 61, 65, 68 on his three punts tonight? Yeah. Timeout on the field. 10-24 to play. The best spirals we've seen all night, too. <laughs> Ryan Rico. Three punts for 193 yards. 64.3 is his average tonight. And he backs the Mustangs up to their own 20-yard line. Timeout on the field. 10-24 to play here in Albuquerque. BYU leads the New Mexico Bowl by 7 over SMU. The score is 24-17. Cougs on top on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kudos to the Cougars, especially on defense. SMU coming in two tonight, sixth nationally in passing offense, 12th nationally in total offense, 13th nationally in scoring offense. And the Cougars have limited SMU to 260 total yards, 123 passing, and just 17 points for a team averaging 38.4 per game on the year. It is BYU 24 and SMU 17 at the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. BYU's 40th bowl game, SMU's 20th bowl bid. And BYU playing to go 4-2 and two in the Sitake era in postseason games. Still a lot of work to do for this BYU defense, however. Yep, Tanner Mordecai and the Mustangs at their own 20-yard line. There's been one turnover for both teams. But SMU's turnover particularly costly. It turned into a pick six for Ben Bywater. A 76-yard house call for Ben. BYU's one turnover was an interception as well. Thrown by Soljay Mayava-Peters. SMU has two scoring drives tonight. Two touchdown scoring drives. Both of 75 yards. Came off touchbacks off kickoffs. Here they are starting on a touchback that came after a punt at the 20. Run left to Kamar, right to Kamar Wheaton for a gain of three out to the 23-yard line. In our stat monitor, they have BYU's turnover as a timeout. fumble, but it was an interception thrown by Soljay Maiava-Peters. And the BYU player down is Lorenzo Fawatea at the far numbers. So a brief stoppage. We've now seen the injury breaks become a little more frequent. It has been a physical football game, Greg. I, uh, the offensive lineman for SMU, the game had to be stopped, and Jacob Robinson for what looked like uh, to be cramps. But uh, these guys have been battling up front, and with the majority of the production coming from both sides in the run game, it would stand to reason that uh, there's a lot of clashing up there. So, Riley, you said a moment ago that uh, SMU is averaging 38.4 points per game. So their high-scoring games are more the, uh, the rule than the exception. When they don't get to the number, they're probably not going to win. They're 0-4 this year when they score fewer than 30. And right now they're sitting at 17 with 10 minutes to play. So they're pacing for fewer than 30. And when they score fewer than 30, they do not win or have not won this season. So half the battle is just keeping the Mustangs under their number, and that's where they've been all night long. But there isn't with 10:09 left. There is enough time for them. I mean, that's two touchdown drives, 10 minutes 31, left. Yeah. yeah. Hand off to Roderick Daniels Jr. Coming left into green grass on the near boundary, and he's shoved out after a gain to the 32 of nine, and moves the sticks on a second and seven. So first down, SMU. The Mustangs have outgained BYU. By some 25 yards tonight, BYU has the lead on the board, 24-17. Pistol formation. Mordecai turns to his right, hands off to Daniels. Daniels steps through a tackle of John Nelson and then is forced out by Gabe Judy Lally into the BYU team area on the other side of the field. Again, it may be one to the far boundary at the 33-yard line. It'll be second down and nine for SMU. BYU 24, SMU 17. We're now under 10 minutes remaining here in the New Mexico Bowl. 9.35, clock rolling. As we see it and you hear it, SMU is moving up the field from our right to our left. BYU defends the goal to our left. BYU shows four down linemen. A 4-2-5, BYU and nickel. Mordecai, belt high snap, five-step drop to the release man at his left. Catch made on the near boundary by Carter Campbell. His first catch of the season. And it's a minimal gain from third and nine. Over there from second and nine to third and five, a gain of four. So from the 37-yard line of SMU, 
A huge third down. They need five. They need to get to the 42 to move the sticks. BYU looking to get the ball back with a third down stop. SMU on third downs. Seven for 13 tonight. Mordecai in shotgun. Tyler Levine, the back to his left. He waves Levine empty to the right. Trips to the right. Throw underneath. It is caught, and it is a first down driven back as Roderick Daniels, or make it Jordan Curley. But he had, nope, it is Roderick Daniels Jr., and he had the line to gain. It's a first down for SMU. Just kind 43 of a, yard line. Just kind of a backside leak route there. Mordecai did a good job getting back to number three in his progression. Run middle to Levine. A run of eight and almost nine on a first and ten from the SMU 43. I mentioned after the Brooks touchdown that BYU's physicality seemed to be wearing down SMU. Well, SMU's tempo seems to be wearing down BYU's defense. Three down linemen. And again, a run middle to Curley. And he got near the line on second and two. And is forced back, I think, just shy. So third and inches coming up for SMU. 8.05 remaining in the ballgame. BYU 24, SMU 17. No. What? They just moved the sticks, Riley. He appeared to be well short, but on the spot, the chains are moved. So we'll call it a first and ten at the BYU 47. Mordecai. The Oklahoma transfer. The senior. In the gun. Bends his knees and hands off to Tyler Levine. Levine feeling his way across the line that is driven back. 45-yard line, a gain of two, and Levine slow to get up as he covers the body of Micah Harper, who made the tackle, helped to make the tackle. Yeah. Levine's hobbling off the field again. Second time tonight yeah. where Levine has to come off the field. Playing through an injury, looks like. So Roderick Daniels Jr., the wide receiver, sometime running back, now operates left hip of Tanner Mordecai. Second and eight, Mustangs at the BYU 45-yard line. Toss left to Daniels. Daniels 40. Daniels 38, a seven-yard gain on second and eight, third down and one for SMU. I'm questioning BYU's defensive strategy a little bit here. They've now gone to three down. It looks like they're trying to, like, bend but not break, almost playing to architect it that they get the ball last. A no-huddle snap and a handoff to Daniels, first down and more on third and one to the 32. And now SMU is the team reestablishing momentum and taking it to BYU. They're in scoring territory now, but they trail by seven. And now the clock becomes more of a factor. 6.45 to play. Both teams, all three timeouts remaining. Ball near hash. Line of scrimmage directly in our line of sight. BYU blitzing from the right of Mordecai. The handoff is to the right to Roderick Daniels Jr. And he gets to the 25-yard line. I mean, I know you're likely going to be in a two-minute scenario. If I'm BYU, I almost call a timeout to kind of stop the bleeding and regroup. Seven-yard gain. For Daniels, and now from the 25, his clock is going to get near six minutes. A second down and three for the Mustangs. BYU by seven, 24 17. Power pistol strength to the right, nice. counter run left, and John Nelson makes the tackle in the backfield of Kamar Wheaton. Wheaton loses a yard on a second and three to a third down and four. And another SMU player slow to get up. That is the left tackle, Marcus Bryant. So decision time for Rhett Lashley. If they don't get the four yards, third down and four from the BYU 26. If you don't get four, do you take three? And it remains a one-score game, or do you say four-down territory? BYU shows five on the line. They bring the five. The run is left, and not going to get it. Kamar Wheaton on third and four got only two, and now on a fourth and two from the BYU 24. Here comes that decision. What will the Mustangs do? BYU 24, SMU 17. The Mustangs need the BYU 22-yard line. The spot of the ball is the 24, and the offense will be on the field for fourth down and two. If BYU's to win the New Mexico Bowl, this may be the play that does it. 5-10 to play. 24-17 Cougs, fourth and two Mustangs. Mordecai in the gun. Motion man goes behind the quarterback. Screen being set up. It's not there, and he goes down. He throws it away while going down incomplete. Did he get the ball away? The ruling on the field is the quarterback's knee was down prior to throwing the pass. First down, BYU. Not only do the Mustangs not convert, it's a massive loss on the play. Back to the 39-yard line, and BYU takes over. Turnover on downs by the Mustangs. A fourth and short goes awry. 
as throwing it away at the last moment was Tanner Mordecai, but his knee was down. He was pressured, dropping back. Massive loss on the play, and BYU football. So, Greg, I was tough on the defensive front, saying, oh, they're softening up. They're letting the tempo get to him. But sure enough, the two players that stopped that drive, John Nelson with the tackle for loss, the big tackle for loss on second down, and then Alden Tofa coming up with the sack on third down. Credit Tofa for the sack. Or fourth down, excuse me. That put... Mordecai down to the ground on fourth down. And now the Cougars will be in four-minute mode with 4.58 to play. And the Cougars so many times under Aaron Roderick have gotten the ball in situations like this and ended the game with the ball in their possession, running hard, running strong, moving sticks. Can they do that coming up after this? We will find out together. 4.58 to play. BYU will get the ball first and 10 from its own 39 with a seven-point lead in the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. Our score is BYU 24 and SMU 17. More BYU football coming your way next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU fans, home is where you get to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit salapest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A, pest.com. As BYU takes over on offense with 4.58 to play and a seven-point lead, Sol J. Mayava-Peters in his first start as a BYU Cougar quarterback has 89 rushing yards to lead the team on 12 carries. So of note, Ralph Sokolowski informs us the last BYU freshman quarterback to rush for 100 yards, Taysom Hill, 10 years ago. Furthermore, the last BYU quarterback to rush for 100 yards of any class Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior was again Taysom Hill in 2016 against West Virginia in a loss. He ran for 105. Soljay sitting at 89. And the Cougars will attempt to grind it and ground it out. SMU has all three timeouts left. BYU all three timeouts left. BYU first and 10 from its own 39. We see Hinkley Ropati again. Hinkley tonight. With four carries for 29 yards, 7.3 yards per tote. Soljay's at 7.4 yards per carry. First and 10, BYU. Can they execute in four-minute mode? RPO keeper for Soljay out to the 41. Gain of two, second down eight. And the Cougs again will let the play clock get very deep. The play clock's at 35. The game clock is at 4.45. And SMU, it's going to be a math game the rest of the way here. Yeah, SMU has three timeouts. I think uh, if they can hold them here, great. They'll save all those for the offense. But if BYU gets a first down, then we'll start seeing SMU burning their timeouts to try and hold BYU on the second set of downs if they happen to get there on this series. The Cougs may be as few as three first downs away from a win. And maybe only two. 4.15 to go, 24-17. BYU leads it second down and eight from the BYU 41. And a run again. Hinkley starts left, plants a foot, and loses a yard. Maybe no, no gain. They'll get back to the original line. So now it becomes third down and eight. And that's half the battle. SMU's limited BYU to two yards on his first two plays. Third down and eight. Soljay hasn't had to make a lot of plays with his arm, but they may ask him, or will they ask him to make one right here? Yeah, I mean, you put him in a quarterback read situation. I like this. The, they spent too much time in the huddle. When you're in burn mode, you want to you leave the huddle with about 15. Obviously, you don't snap it till three, but they left the huddle with nine, and they were a little bit rushed. What that does is puts your offensive lineman in a tough, uh, in a tough position to be able to sort out all of their assignments. Much better tempo on this third down try. Play clock down to three, down to two, down to one. The snap. And the option looks. Soljay does not get the first down. On the keeper, he gets beyond the 45 to the 46, but he's a full three yards shy of the line to gain. And it's up to Ryan Rico to launch a missile here as SMU will call a timeout, unless it's an injury stoppage here. Timeout. SMU. That's their first timeout of the second half. So the Mustangs do call the timeout. 317. The offense, or rather the defensive SMU, did its job, got the ball back on a three and out. And so BYU did not move the sticks. And on the third down and eight, they did not ask Soljay to throw it. It was a keeper for Soljay, but didn't get enough. And now with a fourth and long three, call it four, BYU will punt it away, but there's an injury on the play. And we didn't see many injury stoppages in the first half, but a whole lot here in the second half. And two Mustangs are down. Yeah, really interesting. I'm looking up at the monitor trying to see. Yeah, two players. 
next to one another remain down on the field. And BYU players are gathering nearby. There's a major huddle over. This could be a significant injury because a lot more people and players have gathered around the injured players in question. And BYU players are also nearby interested observers as two players are down. This injury stoppage with 3.17 to play here in Albuquerque. So BYU 24, SMU 17. The SMU defense held BYU to a three and out. And BYU will be preparing to punt it away here so, in the closing moments. Riley. So ne- just a neck injury. Sorry. I, I, was, uh, I mean, whenever you see this much attention, and the, it looked like two SMU players down. It wasn't. One was laying on his legs, but they, everyone was hesitant to move him. Now they finally got the, the player underneath has been able to get up and get out, and they're tending to one player who is, uh, and now they're getting him up. Okay, that's good. Sometimes you can get you get uh, hit and you get nerves in your neck and stuff and they, they get stretched and things go numb or they kind of light on fire and it can be a scary moment. Good to see him get up and get off the field under his own power. You said before the injury timeout that we need another Ryan Rico missile. Miss, yeah, I'd like a missile, but straight up in the air. Yeah, not enough room to really, it. I mean, yeah. not necessarily enough room to truly launch one here. You don't need that kind of yardage here we, at the 45. We don't need the driver, Ryan. We need that We need that pitching wedge that's you know, spins back to within three feet of the cup. So more of a punt and pin here. Yeah. The ball at the 45 of BYU SMU 46. took a timeout at the end of the previous play, so the game clock will start on the snap. 3.17 to play. A fourth and four for BYU. And Ryan Rico awaits at his 31-yard line for the deep snap of Austin Riggs. Back at the 10-yard line is punt returner Roderick Daniels, Jr. Chest high snap to Rico. And he does take something Ah, off it. Gets a nice BYU roll. And some time. Down to the 12-yard line. So it did the job, didn't it? Yep. So SMU facing an 88-yard field, and this may be their last remaining chance to tie this ball game. And I say tie. Some coaches choose to try and go for the win in these situations. But 3:01 is our clock time, and 24 to 17 is our scoreboard display. BYU on top here in the 2022 New Mexico Bowl, the final game BYU will play as an FBS independent. The Cougs will next take the field as a member of the Big 12 Conference. September of 2023. So they're trotting Levine out there. He's been the primary ball carrier for SMU with 21 attempts. Nobody else has more than 10. Uh, but him running onto the field, he is he is playing through an injury. He is. He did not look smooth there in that jog onto the field. But a tough dude. Mordecai. Pressure in the pocket. Dumps it off underneath to Levine. A stiff arm to the 20-yard line. A gain of eight. And he takes a hard hit at the boundary. How's he going to get up from this one? Oh, look at him. Look at him hobble back onto yeah. the field. That's painful to watch. But they're keeping him in there, and they have options. Yeah. Kamar Wheaton, Velton Gardner, Roderick Daniels, but they're going to keep rolling Tyler Levine out there, limp and all. The handoff to Levine on a second down and two, and I don't think he got it. No. It'll be a third and one as he's driven back. I mean, Daniels is averaging six yards a carry, but they continue to go to Levine. But in situations like this, game on the line, you go with who you can trust. And obviously the SMU staff trusts Levine more than any of their running backs. All right, two downs to get a yard. Third down, long one from the SMU 21. Handoff Levine, didn't get it. It's going to come down to another fourth down. 2.19 on the clock. SMU has two timeouts left. They've not called the timeout. The clock will roll, and now SMU needs to make a yard, or this game will essentially be over. They've 2.05 remaining. Sorry, subbed in their heavy package. 22 personnel, two tight ends, two backs. Under two minutes remain. they got Wheaton and Levine. Levine's the up back. So I-backs. Levine and Wheaton behind Mordecai under center. The give is to the motion man end around and a lean at the end of the play to make the first down. A conversion for SMU on an end around. They ran Austin Upshaw on motion jet sweep and gave it to him. And he turns the corner for a yard to the 23 and a first down is gained. And BYU contacted him short of the line to game, but because he was in space and it was one-on-one, he was able to fall forward and pick up the... Mordecai back to the gun. 
Throws to the release man, Levine, left flat, lowers the helmet. He's undercut at the 25, falls ahead to the 28-yard line, gain of five. Second down and five, 115 remaining. Holy cow. And now an injury timeout or an injury stoppage. Time SMU out. will need to call timeout, timeout or avoid a runoff. This is your worst nightmare in a two-minute two situation. SMU got the ball to start this drive at three minutes, I believe. You've got to get off the field. Yeah. Got so, the, oh, sorry, Greg. Well, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Just going to say, got the ball with 3.01 left on the play clock. Here they've run four plays, only gained well, about 14 yards, and they have a minute 15. Now they're stressing big time. Injured player down for SMU at the 20-yard line. Has stopped the clock with 1.15 remaining. Is there a 10-minute or 10-second runoff in college? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be 105, and the, and they'll wind it. It'll go on the whistle, not on the snap. Now the question will be, did SMU call a timeout to forestall the runoff? Which you can do. Right. But I see only one timeout remaining, Correct. or one timeout off the clock, so they've not taken a timeout. And there's been no And the only, the only reason for the stoppage was the defensive injury, injury the Correct. offensive injury. So run it. The clock has not changed hmm. at 115. There it goes on the whistle, though. Now it's been wound. Mordecai in shotgun. The drop back, the throw near side to Roderick Daniels, takes a hit at the line to gain. It was second down five. He got five, maybe six. So the clock now to 105. Just the, the back end of the BYU defense has to stay disciplined, which they have all season. I mean, you look out there and nobody gives you. You got Micah Harper, Jacob Robinson, J Judy Lally, Caleb Hayes. Clock starts on the snap. Pressure from Mordecai's right, and he throws complete to Jordan Curley to the 41-42 yard line. But shy of the line to gain. The far side spot's much better than the near side, but he should be short. The clock is at 57 seconds, and they say Curley got out and stopped the clock. Second down one. Ball near hash. Mordecai gun. BYU by seven, 24 to 17. A five-step drop. And a throw complete to the tight end, R.J. Maryland, to the 48-yard line. Clock will stop to move the chains again. 51 seconds remaining. SMU two timeouts. BYU all three. BYU by seven. And 50 seconds. The clock is now rolling under 50. Mordecai with the hand clap and the gun. Looks left. Pump. Fire. Curly. Catch. Gets out of bounds at the 49 of BYU. A gain of only three. But the clock stops. 41 seconds remaining. Second down and six for SMU. But now the ball is in BYU territory. The spot, the 48. So second and six Mustangs, 41 seconds on the clock. Clock, the uh, ball will snap and the clock will start. Mordecai awaits the shotgun snap. Levine to his left hip. Levine vacates for empty. Tight end left. Double pass. Four receiving options to the right. A double pass. Upshaw runs out of it. And is forced out of the far boundary with 34 seconds remaining on a gain of three. The play of second and six. They gave him only a single yard, actually, to the far boundary, setting up a third down and five. So, SMU. Third down, five. Make it six. No gain. At the BYU 48, that double pass was run out of. And so third down, six, with 34 seconds to play. And BYU up seven. BYU brings four. Mordecai, open room to the left side of the field, squares the shoulders to fire and does on the near boundary to rot to Austin Upshaw. Makes the catch at the 34, which gains 14 on a third and six, the chain mover. Matthew BYU Crittle. 24, SMU 17, 26 seconds remain now. First down and 10 for SMU at the BYU 34. Tanner Mordecai at 184 passing yards in the gun. Trips left, single wide right. Mordecai throws to his left. Daniels makes the catch inside the 15 to the 12-yard line. It's a first down for SMU with 20 seconds remaining. And a whistle. Timeout. SMU. That's their second timeout of the second half. This will be a 30-second timeout. So we'll stay right here with it. 20 seconds on the clock and BYU 24, SMU 17. All right, pass rush. Need those guys up front. Now they've switched to the three down, which I think was the right decision, especially at the beginning of the drive. Had a couple of breakdowns there 
Obviously, that last one being the biggest. Oh, Riley, back to your question on the runoff. It was at 1.15, and it has to be under a minute. Under That's a minute. Because we, they were not yet under a minute. It was still at 1.15. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, less than, a, less than a minute in either half, and there was still 1.15 on that clock, so there was no runoff and no timeout called by the SMU Mustangs. Just to clear that up. So with uh, 20 seconds on the clock, SMU facing a first down and 10 from the BYU 12-yard line. Can the defense win the 2022 New Mexico Bowl for BYU? Tanner Mordecai backs up into the gun, and they go empty. Trips to the right, twins left. Snap Mordecai, sprint to the right. A throw back left becomes a throw away out of bounds. And now 14 seconds remain, second and 10 from the 12. He's not, it's not going to be recorded in the stat sheet, but great job by Ben Bywater. They did a bunch of funky stuff there. They had number 64 who spread out wide, uh, wide right there's as a, a lineman. And there's a flag down back at the 24-yard line, and Rhett Lashley is out onto the field Maybe gesturing it, wildly. It could right, be... Too uh, many men? Yeah, no, uh, down, past the line of scrimmage. The too many men downfield. Oh, oh, they, they, oh, they signaled the grounding. There is no foul for intentional grounding. Uh, Number one was in the area. Okay, so the flag would have been for a potential intentional grounding. And the point was made that a receiver in the area makes it a legal play. And so with 14 seconds to play, it is SMU second and 10 from the BYU 12 ball near hash. SMU goes right to left as we near the end of this exciting New Mexico Bowl. Tanner Mordecai awaits the shotgun snap. Tyler Levine is the running back off his right hip. Trips left. Look left. Fire. Back of the end zone. Uh. Caught for the touchdown by Jordan Curley. And it's a one-point game. Not even a hesitation for the kicker. They're going for two. All right, D, one play to win it. Eight seconds remain on the clock. Jordan Curley goes high, lands on his back in the back of the end zone. On a rocket thrown by Tanner Mordecai, and the SMU Mustangs go for the win with the score 24-23. Two-point try for the victory. BYU's defense can preserve a New Mexico Bowl win. If SMU makes the play, SMU likely wins the game. Eight seconds remain. Timeout. Timeout. SMU. This is their third and final timeout of the half. It'll be a 30-second timeout. This game is featured 140 plays. It will come down to, one. to play number 141 wow. to determine the winner of the New Mexico Bowl. Now, there will be time left, even if New Mexico makes the two-point conversion, but so little of it remaining that for all intents and purposes, this is the ball game. BYU 24, SMU 23. And speaking of the plays run, SMU is snapped. 34 more plays than BYU with three fewer minutes of possession time. Wow. That speaks entirely to the pace of play, how BYU wanted to shorten it, and how SMU was just running snap after snap, no huddle after no huddle. What an interesting game this has been. Two different ways to get to 24-23. Here we are. So BYU by one with eight seconds to go. SMU goes for two and the win. SMU huddles, breaks the huddle, and assembles at the three-yard line. They go pistol. Levine behind Mordecai, and now BYU may call timeout. Yes, timeout, indeed. BYU. This is their first timeout of the second half. It'll be a 30-second timeout. So SMU's lined up in the same formation, same personnel both times. This is the chess game that happens between head coaches trying to devise. Thing. I, SMU has had about three different trick plays. None of them have really hit, but they've done some uh, unique and creative stuff. BYU's kind of combing through their memory of their scattering report, uh, trying to give themselves a slight advantage here on the two-point conversion. Well, the BYU Cougars, in an attempt to defeat SMU, have done half the battle. That is, keep the Mustangs to a lower-scoring game. And that the Cougars have done. SMU's at 15, almost 16 points below its per-game average. And what a throw Tanner Mordecai made to the back of the end zone. And Jordan Curley leaping in the air, landing on his back, like firmly on his back. The first thing yeah, to like hit flat. was his back. Yeah. 
slow oh. to get up. I'm sure he, I'm yeah. sure it knocked the wind out but of him. But what a play. What a grab. And to hang on to it for the score is something. Here we go. They've broken the huddle, and it is a two-point try with eight seconds to play. Pistol formation. Levine behind Mordecai. Now they shift out of it. To quads left, a single wide Watch right. Draw. Empty. Watch draw. Empty for Mordecai. Timeout again, BYU. Can't timeout. take him with you. BYU. This is their second timeout <laughs> of the second half. So every time SMU gives BYU a look, the Cougars call the timeout to adjust, and we'll see what the Mustangs do now coming out of this next huddle for the two-point conversion try. Yeah, the chess game, cat and mouse. They went, they shifted to a diamond cluster left and a single wide right, and you said watch quarterback draw well, in that it, situation. It, BYU only had four players in the box. They had three down and one linebacker. Everybody else had vacated to cover the diamond and the single guy up top. They kept two. They kept double coverage on the single guy up top, and then I don't know if he was supposed to or not, but an extra guy came down to the to the diamond. You don't like down on the goal line when a guy only has to get three yards. Man, 5-0 linemen versus three defenders, including yeah. one back. You just hate those numbers. So so draw would have been a real good look for SMU yeah. there. Even though Mordecai's not known for his fleet of feet, you don't necessarily need it because, you know, as long as you can get – well, if you get through the line of scrimmage cleanly and fall forward, you're in the end zone. The pieces keep moving in this chess game with eight seconds to play. BYU 24, SMU 23. Mustangs go for two okay, same formation. from the three. See if they, they shift out of it. Mordecai in the gun, Levine yep. to his right, and again they shift to the diamond cluster left, single so now, wide right, three down linemen, now they got two five. backers in the box, yep. it is quarterback draw, Mordecai yep. cut down at the one yard line, and the Cougar defense holds Jacob Robinson with the game saving and game winning tackle, 24 to 23, BYU the lead as the two point conversion timeout. try is stopped. Officials timeout. Uh, Caleb Hayes is uh, injured in the end zone, but boy, exuberance from everybody else as the staff attends to him. Greg, we talk about, you said you can't take him with you, and boy, I'm so glad they called that timeout. Now, they adjusted same formation. It was the same thing every time, except this time they kept five players in the box, so it's five on five, and then Jacob Robinson, who was giving help to the single receiver up top, was quick to trigger, and ultimately, after Mordecai had to kind of dance around in the backfield, the one making the game-saving tackle. And now the stoppages for the injury. Player down in the BYU end zone. You said it was Caleb Hayes? It, that's what it looked like to me when I saw him, yeah, lay down. Okay, so it'll be an onside kick try from SMU. BYU 24, SMU 23 here at the New Mexico Bowl. And there was no doubt, Riley, like you said, when the touchdown was scored, the offense was going to go for two and the win. BYU's defense on a great tackle and a one-on-one -on -one tackle from Jacob Robinson makes the stop at the two or the one. And now Caleb Hayes is up and walking off the field from the end zone. He takes his helmet off and raises it to the fans in the stands. And he will happily hobble to the team area. BYU has almost sealed the deal here in Albuquerque. SMU will attempt the onside kick. If BYU recovers, this game is over. Jacob Robinson listed at 5'11", 165. Mm. It goes to show the uh, age-old adage that it's not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. And we've talked about it over and over again. The difference in feel, the difference in preparation, the difference in intensity, not just uh, not necessarily from previous games this season, but from last year in Shreveport to the game here tonight in in New Mexico with so many guys getting their first opportunity to shine, their first opportunity to really play on the big stage and to come up as big as they have. Tremendous way to end the season, contingent upon everything going smoothly here on this onside attempt. You mentioned the height and weight for Jacob Robinson, Tanner Mordecai, 6'3", 214 the other way on the quarterback draw. And now timeout. The Cougs take their final timeout, one. Timeout, BYU. This is their third and final timeout of the second half. It'll be a 30-second timeout. So all the timeouts for both teams coming in the closing seconds of this one. BYU 24, SMU 23. The Cougars stop a uh, two-point conversion try on the quarterback draw from Tanner Mordecai. And now BYU is seconds away from an 8-5 and five finish and a four-game win streak to end the season. And a really nice springboard into the Big 12, taking eight wins and a bowl win. Kalani Sitake's fourth bowl victory if the Cougars can recover the onside kick. So the ball placed at the 30, at the far hash. So not on the middle X, but on one side of the field. And Colin Rogers will attempt to execute the onside. 
He has four teammates to his right. Remainder to his left. The kick is hopping up in the air and out of bounds, and that will do it. So BYU will take a knee, and this game will be over. The Cougs have won the 2022 New Mexico Bowl over SMU. Eight seconds on the clock. It'll be Kick one... out of bounds, kicking team. Ball will be placed five yards beyond the dead ball spot. First down. So BYU will take a knee, and that will do it. We'll take a quick break, come back for some postgame numbers and interviews to come. BYU 24, SMU 23 will be your final score. And in his first start as a BYU Cougar, Sol J. Mayava Peters goes all the way and wins it. 1-0 will be his team record in Sol J. starts. Sol J. will take a snap, take a knee, and the Cougs will take a bowl win into the offseason. Sol J. under center. The snap. The knee and the win. 24-23. BYU's victorious in the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. Post-game coverage starts next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 24-23. BYU, BYU defeats SMU in the 2022 New Mexico Bowl. Let's get our post-game honorees to you. We'll start with our Waystar star of the game brought to you by Waystar. Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. And i got to say, a guy making his first career start, a quarterback without Jaron Hall, uh, did what he had to do. Uh, one mistake on, on a pick. But other than that, he was just solid, nearly 100 yards rushing. Soljay Mayava-Peters, 14 carries, 96 yards and a score, completing 7 of 12 passes for 47 yards. Soljay, in his first career start, is our Waystar star of the game. For the Metal Mart Steel Man of the Game, brought to you by Palmer's Metal Mart. Palmer's Metal Mart, your local metal supplier for over 26 years. You really like the job that uh, John Nelson did on defense. We, of course, shout out Ben Bywater, game-turning pick six. But John Nelson was an impact player on defense. Yeah, he only had five tackles. But uh, of the five, two were tackles for loss, including one on the final drive. It's not the final scoring drive, but the drive before that where BYU was able to stop him on the fourth down and uh, had uh, one of BYU's two sacks today, which also came in a big moment in the game or in the third quarter. So John Nelson is uh, the steel man of the game with a sack and two tackle for the loss. And an impact player was Jacob Robinson. He has nine tackles, four solo, and the biggest solo stop of the night came on the two-point conversion try by SMU in the closing seconds of this game, a game that BYU wins by a score of 24-23. to 23. BYU ends the season at 8-5 and five and on a four-game win streak. SMU falls to 7-6 and six to end the year, and this year ends BYU's era of independence. Next up, it's the Big 12, and BYU will take a bowl win into the offseason of prep as the Cougars get ready for the challenges that lie ahead. BYU 24, SMU 23. That's our final score. More postgame coverage after this from Albuquerque on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.